Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1709. Today we're talking about car care, coming to you from Germany. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today, I'm in Alfreda, Georgia, just a little bit north of Atlanta, with a very special guest by the name of Andrew Werkheiser. Andrew, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Thank you. Yes, absolutely. All right, we're going to have some fun. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, though, I want you to share one little thing with our listeners that maybe most people don't know about you. I think uh, one of the one of the biggest things is usually my age. I'm I'm only 29, but uh, but more than that, I've I've actually had two heart attacks uh, while I was in college. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> so, sort of a life changing, uh, refocusing thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you say life focusing, and maybe what we'll do is is hold off and talk about that a little bit more when we get to that challenge question I like to ask people. But, oh, my goodness, yeah, that definitely resets everything in your life of how you're going to go through your life. And I know having read your bio, you're the kind of guy that loves to give back. You like to help people. You like to build things. So let me give you a proper introduction here, and then we're going to dive into your life, and maybe you can share a little bit more about that. Uh, Wow, very traumatic time in your life. So here we go. Andrew Werkheiser is the CEO. CEO of Koch Kemi, a German-made high-quality line of car care products for vehicle valeting, workshops, and the professional industry. Their tradition stands out through continuous improvement and a love for detailing and providing excellence for experts in the vehicles they care for. They are one of the few car care lines that by working in close collaboration with their demanding clientele, do the research and development, produce and market their own products. Andrew's career includes that being in the automotive industry and the paint industry. He was also CEO of G-Technique North America, helping build their car care line. He also serves as a volunteer firefighter and EMT for Cherokee County Fire and the North Fulton EMS Service. Very cool. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Andrew, but first a word from our very valued sponsors. They make the show possible, so give them a listen. Sit tight. We're going to talk about car care today, one of my favorite discussions. Oh, we'll be right back. Do you have a pet in your household that loves to go for rides? Our pets are part of our families, but they can be very hard on your vehicle's interior. Covercraft offers a wide variety of solutions to protect your vehicle from Fido's rough treatment. Canine cargo area covers are padded for comfort and provide door-to-door protection. Pet pads have built-in features that keep cargo areas and seats protected. Covercraft's quality pet solutions cover cargo areas, bucket or bench seats, and protect from damaging claws, pet fur and hair, mud, moisture, and drool from permanently damaging those fine finishes on your vehicle's interiors. Choose from a variety of styles and covers for almost every vehicle that's made. And here's something I've got just for you and for Fido. Use the code ya 120 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft pet protection order. That's right, 10% off. That'll make Fido happy. Simply use the code ya 120 Y-E-A-H-120 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. And Fido too. 
American Collectors Insurance, that's how I now protect my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. Are you insuring your classic vehicles on your regular daily driver auto policy? Then your special vehicles are at risk. Your regular auto insurance carrier won't tell you how much you'll get until after a claim, and more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With a agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. If you're driving your collector car less than 5,000 miles a year, do what I did. Call American Collectors Insurance and get your very own agreed value policy tailored to your specific vehicle. If you're like me, you're picky about who works on your special ride. A great policy allows you to choose your repair shop of choice, and that means you'll know the job is done right. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did at American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. All right, Andrew, we are back. And as we continue on this journey of car care, I would love for you to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been instrumental in your life. I like to say it's a nice way to get the uh, tire spinning, but in your case, maybe it's the orbital pad spinning. So, Andrew, grab the detailing wheel. Yes, yes. No, we'll, we'll definitely get the get the pad spinning with uh, <clears throat> with this one. My personal favorite is something I learned that uh, uh, a long time ago through through family, through my dad and, and his business that he was able to build and I was able to watch. Uh, and that's never be too proud to sweep the floors. Ah. So uh, <laughs> meaning to to embrace the whole process at, at every level, it's it's crucial. And while I give a lot of credit to to my mentors, it's it's also that that mindset that I was that I was instilled in me of of learning each each level, each process and and being able to build something so that I can keep going on. You know, I love this. It's near and dear to my heart. And I remember my father when I first got out of college and I, for the first time, went to work for someone else because I'd had my own businesses before school or before college, even going back to junior high. And he's always telling me, he said, you know what? Maybe he knew something I didn't know. He said, if you're not the smartest guy in the room, you can always outwork that guy and treat every place you work like it's your own. Don't be afraid to do everything that needs to be done. And that could include sweeping. And I took that to effect in my first job. I used to get there early before even the boss did and the door was locked. So I'd sweep the front walkway and the guy noticed that and eventually gave me a key and I ended up having a part of that business. So it's near and dear to my heart. How have you incorporated that and embraced that into the different career aspects of what you've done? Yeah, so you know, in in the literal sense, of course, it's it's always good to to step up and and to be able to understand every aspect of the business, to be able to to work with employees, especially new employees, and and to be able to to build a team and and work together. So that's crucial, but uh, also just in in sort of the figurative sense of of the saying and the phrase just to be able to build into and understand every level. So what I mean by that is basically I I, I prefer and, and like to to build our business so that everyone experiences all different areas. So what I mean by that is I don't just want accounting to to look at numbers. I want accounting to understand what's on the floor and how it's used and why we do things that we do and why we give you know a sample per se or do a demo or, or whatever it may be. And same thing, I want our warehouse to understand why it's important to get numbers in and to get you know inventory counted and to make the accountant's life easier. So I, yeah. I want everyone to experience that. So I think you know it's a 
a very short way of saying a lot of a lot of that. But in essence, if you if you can, if you are never too proud to sweep the floor, you're never too proud to to take on any other job or to experience or at least learn any other facet of the business. And I think that's why it's so crucial for me and and why I've used it over and over. And to be honest, it would. That also came from an ambulance company that I worked with. Uh, I learned it there and have implemented everywhere I've been since. And what they did was I was, of course, I went in, I was ready to, you know, <laughs> for the blood and guts or whatever sure. you want to call it and, and, and get into it and, and start rolling. But the first thing I did was they slapped me in a, in a seat in the call center, which was hard. It was very difficult for me because I'm prepared and ready to actually handle the call. Yet now I have to just listen to it. So that was a, you know, but again, it, it helped me understand why I had to do the things I did out in the street and helped me understand why they moved us and stationed us certain places. And then same thing, those, those call takers would also uh, be put on the ambulance and, and experience what we had to go through and what, what, how it felt oh, at really? two o'clock in the morning to move positions and stations and, you know, things like that. You know, I always kind of knew it as always in the back of my head, but that's really where I actually lived it. And then so from then on, I've always incorporated that same mindset of let's, let's let everyone see every, every piece so that they can understand. You know, it's really important. Again, it goes back to my listeners know I worked for many years, decades in a car care company called Grio's Garage. And one of the many things I implemented there uh, as president was to insist that everybody that came to work for us go out into our car care school, which we created in a new building we did and learn how to use all our products. And a lot of people would say, well, I came here to work in accounting or operations or, uh, you know, even, even would say the call center. And I said, well, yes, but you need to know how to use the products. And what I found was people got a new passion when they brought their car in and maybe there are people that never even detailed their car they spent a whole week using all the products they would get so excited and then they would talk about our products with that excitement isn't it amazing how that works so well it's a simple little thing but a lot of companies don't do it and especially when you deal with a company that has bad customer service you're going does anybody there ever talk to anybody in this department do you have any idea how bad your product is so yeah it's a wonderful thing so i love it great it's it's, it's exciting because yeah i mean even the even the warehouse right i mean you know someone who's moving and, and packing and shipping product all day long. I mean, what a shame, what a, what a, what a shame uh, as a company should have that pride in, in the product and, and allow them to, to be able to learn about it and use it. Because yeah, especially if someone calls and they're upset because something didn't work, at least you've mm-hmm. got a first line of defense, you know, to be able to understand the product and maybe, maybe what, what went wrong. So I think it's a, it's a shame when people don't let people immerse themselves in the true culture. Right. So. And then they become ambassadors, even when they're at the grocery store or in their neighborhood yeah, exactly. or at their kid's school. They start exactly. talking about, you should use these products that, that our company makes. They're so good. It's a wonderful way to go through things. Well, let's talk about products near and dear to my heart, car care, of course. I love taking care of my vehicles. Uh, I know when I moved up here to the Northwest, my neighbors would laugh. I'd be out washing the cars while it was raining. <laughs> they're like, what kind of crazy <laughs> person does that? Koch Kemi, <laughs> tell me about this business. You're our getting involved to help them come over here to the United States is my viewpoint here of making this brand known over here. So walk me through what Koch Chemi is all about, what you're doing over here, why my listeners might get excited about using these products on their vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. So we are a German-based manufacturer, uh, which is always my my most exciting point and and my most you know desired thing to talk about usually is is everything's in house. Uh, everything we do is is made by us. It's made you know for our market and for our network. And of course, that allows customization and things like that. But you know that's a, that's a whole, a whole other topic. But oh, yeah. it is coming from us. It is made by us and is tested by us, and we adjust it. So um, it's not just a a formula that we're 
looking at and we get three different versions, we pick our favorite and maybe tweak one. Uh, we're, we're actually doing everything in-house, which is crucial and important. So of course, the US, our location gets everything shipped over via container, but we do have plans to manufacture here as well, whether that be, you know, breaking down super concentrate or, or you know, whatever process we get into, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what makes the most sense uh, financially, of course. But yeah, so we are we are tasked with getting the US market off the ground. So Kachkemi has been around for greater than 50 years. We're, we're in well over 50 countries throughout the world, but the US has not been a uh, an animal, as I'll call it, that we have attacked yet. <laughs> yeah, we're just a little animal over here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's top ten, let alone uh, you know top top two or three is oh, yeah. is uh, in terms of an automotive market is is quite an animal to to conquer. So it's um, you know they wanted to make sure they had everything right and everything was prepared. And you know I always tell people even my containers when they come over, it's listed what material the pallet is made out of. So I mean everything from the pallet to the packaging, the labeling to the actual chemical itself is done exactly correct and and we follow all the rules and all the laws and so it took them a long time to to really go that extra mile and and really mark down truly what's coming in uh, to the country so that is a part of why it took so long but also they um you know they were growing so aggressively everywhere else they were maxing out production and maxing out space and we've just now are onto a whole nother building that they're they're adding on as well so um and then of course hopefully you know at some point we're able to take some of that burden off here in the u.s uh off of them for everything north and south of us too but yeah so we we are a chemical manufacturer. Our name has has spread throughout many markets with polish and compound. I would I would definitely say. And then you know we have a, a massive diverse line behind that of, of over 200 SKUs, and that's not even getting into uh, you know other things that are more specific like floor cleaners and uh, personal care and protective care and wow. and uh, actual car wash chemical, tunnel chemical, <clears throat> all of those items as well. So it, it really is a full diverse line right now. We're sitting at you know somewhere between 30 and 40 SKUs. And each container we get, we add a few more SKUs, some of which may just be a new size. So we may start carrying a, a five liter, otherwise then here's a gallon or, you know, something even bigger for some for, for some sort of chemical that we may already have here in a smaller size. Mm. So that's that's really the focus. And, uh, you know, getting the brand out, getting the name out, getting it in front of people. You know, it's 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 a nice thing. And, and, <laughs> and I'm sure as you can relate, it's a very nice thing to go into business and to not only have support from, from the actual manufacturer and from the actual company and holding itself, but it's really, really nice when you get to go to market with a great product oh, yes. <laughs> that makes life a lot easier. Oh, yeah. And it's the selling process, the selling side of it is, I won't say easy or, or non-existent because that's never true, but it's just such a better process to be able to show someone something that works. And furthermore, to be able to believe in it. And, you know, I, I've been able to come to believe in it by using it, of course. But really what did it for me was as I traveled to countries, you know, in Europe and uh, Central and South America, I kept seeing this brand pop up over the last few years. Mm. And when you when you're in certain areas, and they're still spending crazy money to get it into the country, something's there, you, you, right. you have to notice that something is special. So when I started digging in and doing some research, I actually originally offered years ago to help them, you know, in distribution over here and, and try to use some of the network that we already had built. And they, at the time, again, they just they weren't ready. And then this time around, when we started our discussions again and, and began consulting for them, it was their their right time. They had just been to SEMA, and we were ready to, to try and push the the project as a whole forward. So Exciting. yeah, that's that's the goal. Well, it's cool. Now, tell me, as a car care person that I am, one of the things I I know is there's different brands out there. And one of the challenges that you sometimes face if you start mixing brands is they don't work so well together. You might put something on a paint surface and then apply something over the top, let's say a polish, a wax, and then some kind of a quick detailing product. And then they 
don't really work because things don't mesh. Now, you guys, since you're manufacturing this, chemicals are complicated and they need to work together. That's one thing I love about what you're telling me here today. The other thing is you have such a wide, diverse base of products that you really go from the very beginning to cleaning, prepping, polishing, waxing, and then it comes down to application process, removal process. I mean, everything, you're pretty much soup to nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it is definitely the definition of of everything from you know care, maintenance, protection, cleaning, inside and out of the vehicle, and then of course, again, like I said, you know, so much more than that too. Everything from floor cleaners to the actual hand, you know, cleaners and protectants. So yeah, it, it truly is just about any chemical you know that you could imagine that has anything to do with automotive, and then of course, marine and commercial. I mean, it really is a very very wide line that is going to definitely going to take us some time to to get everything into the U.S., but yes, it is it is an awesome wide line. Well, it's very cool, and knowing I used to import a lot of products from Germany, I love German cars, as my listeners know. The Germans are very exacting in their standards and very particular, and things are done the best way possible, so you've got, as you said, a nice background of a high-end brand that you're bringing to market and exposing here to a, a very massive market of people who love to take care of their cars, so this is yeah. very, very exciting to me. You know, one of the things I like to ask my guests here is uh, to share a big challenge challenge, maybe even a big failure. Now, you talked about in the beginning, if you want to take take on that role of at a very young age having heart attacks. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine anything uh, more challenging than that. So kind of walk us through some challenging times or a time you wanted to talk about. But more importantly, what did this yeah. experience teach you so you can move forward? What was that really valuable lesson learned? Yeah, yeah. I think this kind of goes for, for my life as well as you know, for, for personal life and in terms of health and things like that, but also through business. And I think the best thing, you know, it's really never one, one single experience because I truly believe everything you go through in life makes you, you know, who you are and puts you on your path and redirects you and, you know, to stay in your lane and, and, and so on. But, you know, so when, when, whenever I'm asked about something like that, a challenge in general, period, hands down, the word is unpredictability. Life just is. <laughs> can, no kidding. You can plan as Let's much as you want. Year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can plan as much as you want. There will always be someone or something or, or or the man upstairs to laugh at you. And you just have to keep going and keep pushing. And, you know, I think for me, what I've learned is is very simply, you don't know what tomorrow brings and, and you have to adjust. You have to keep faith. You have to trust yourself, your family, your God and everything else. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful in decisions you make and, and the paths that you, that you take ultimately, because they do lead to who you are as an individual and who you are as a human. And I was lucky and blessed enough to experience those those health challenges because while at the end of the day yeah i was i was terrified and you know having a very hard time swallowing information like that it still gave me the opportunity to redirect my life and you know when i was growing up i was very close and and with family and faith and never you know kind of wavered in that and that first time that this happened and was told you know i wasn't gonna wasn't gonna make it past my 18th birthday it was an eye-opening experience to where you start to change the way you look at life. Once you find out that you're going to make it through that, you start to think about, you know, that song with like you were dying, you start to you start to experience things. And like the movie, Yes Man, where your life flashes before your eyes, and then you're just you're just out, you just set out to do everything that you possibly can, right. which, you know, I mean, I was trying to get involved in everything. I was trying to get my real estate's license, got my dive license, tried to get a pilot's license, oh my gosh. went and became a, a, an EMT? a firefighter. Yeah, a firefighter. Yeah, oh my gosh. Just, 
it just was the thing. And some of those like EMT, I'd been wanting to do that for years. I just hadn't done it. So it gave me that courage and that that edge to push over and, and finish and, and do it. My mother famously always says in our family uh, a, a different word, but crap or get off the pot. And uh, <laughs> it's, you know, and, and she told me that after that all happened too. She's like, you know, you, you, you can sit here and keep thinking about it or you can move forward and, and, right. and change. So, you know, but through that process of, living like you were dying and, and, and doing everything that I could possibly think of and challenging myself in life. It also kind of what I mentioned earlier, it, it made me lose sight of things and lose track of things that were important, you know, the small things too. So that second lucky heart attack helped to reset that again. And, this, you know, I think I would have figured Now, wait a minute here. The second <laughs> lucky heart. Now you've got quite an amazing <laughs> attitude, my friend. The second lucky heart attack. Wow. Well, it, it reset. It, again, you know, so it, it, I was full on and, but, you know, got out of other plans and, and, you know, I was, uh, I was ready to settle down and, and, and change my, my career and, and get married and things like that. And it kind of, again, it, it helped reset, refocus. And so it was awesome to experience life in general and, and doing everything that you possibly could in it. Yes. But then remembering, Hey, hold on a second. I missed some things over the course of this last year. I, I forgot some things that I shouldn't have. And it, it was really uh, an incredible experience, honestly, at the end of the day. And it was, you know, horrible for, for many people who, who, and it's actually a virus for many people who have gone through that and, and were not so fortunate as I was. It's, it's a horrible thing. So it's hard for me to keep in, involved in some of those groups because it, uh, it's a very devastating thing right. and life-shattering thing for many people. But I was able to take it out as, as, a, as a huge blessing and, and, and able to, to, to make my, my, myself a better person through it, which is, wow. uh, which is incredible. Well, what a wonderful inspiration you are today, Andrew. I mean, that's what Cars Show is all about, inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Usually it's about automotive challenges. Uh, health challenges are a whole other thing. I love your attitude. I love the way you came through this, the way you look at it. I always say our most valuable asset is our time. And I'm very grateful you're giving me some of yours today because uh, we only have a limited amount of it and we really don't know how much that's going to be. Uh, we really don't. Our plate gets served up to us and it could be a very large platter or a very small one. You just don't know. So you better enjoy every bite. That's for sure. That's what I just learned from you. So yes, well, let's take a short break. Take a big breath here. Wow. And we'll thank our sponsors that make the show possible. When we come back, I want to dive into this personal passion that you have for cars. So sit tight, keep your seatbelts on, stay positive, just like Andrew and we'll be right back. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon, and if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org, and while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. 
So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're a racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you found Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing... These wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, all wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to talk about the 24. This wine earned 91 plus points from Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's a dark, spicy, and velvety blend with ripe blue and black fruits and very smooth tannins. The label features a three-dimensional full metal chronograph in a bright gold finish that pays homage to the Daytona Rolex winners received at Le Mans. The Racing Series is a fantastic gift for the ultimate enthusiast in your life. And I've got a deal for you today. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word, all in caps, when you're at the adoberoadwinery.com checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of wines from the Racing Series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout to get $10 off your purchase of the Racing Series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the Racing Series. Go to Adobe Road Wines today and use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Cheers! All right, Andrew, we are back, and I'd love for you to share a story that instigated this passion that you have for vehicles. Now it's caring for vehicles. So tell us that pivotal moment in your life, and you knew, hey, you know what? I think I'm a car guy. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really came down to, I mean, the pure fundamental basics of automotive. And that there's many of them, of course, but the one that, that really got me into it was paint. So, you know, I was lucky enough to, to watch my father and actually now father-in-law um, oh, really? Wow. Go, okay. Uh, go through and, and build the largest single line paint distributor in the world for PPG. Whoa. Wow. So we're, we're very much an, an automotive family. And, you know, as a kid rolling around the, at the time, a very empty and questionable warehouse, uh, <laughs> yeah. there was always a paint mixing uh, stand there. And when orders weren't coming in, I had the ability to sit there and make cool colors or whatever you call it. And, and was able to then understand as we went further and further, you know, how that was able to change. And then of course would work there in the summers and in the warehouse and before it was all said and done. And it was actually sold, uh, this, this may will be five years at 75 locations, uh, wow. when, when it was all set. So, um, it was, it was incredible to experience that and a blessing and honor to, to, to go through that and have those mentors out of it as well. But yeah, it was, it was that, that was what really started it and got me into it because I got to learn a lot about the, the basis of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like the, the old saying when you can, you know, you really understand something when you can teach it or, or when you're forced to teach something, you really understand it. And, you know, that was when, when you're able to learn the back end of things, you start, it, it becomes important to you. Right. So right. that was a, a big moment, but I think really what, what really locked in cars in general was my dad has, so he's, he's had many, many cars over the years. But there's been one that he has kept, and it's a 64 Stingray. It was his first uh, collector. And, of course, uh, you know, 
refinished from top to bottom, just stunning, which is actually really cool. Right now, uh, he ran out of room, so it's in my garage. Oh, <laughs> so lucky you. I get to, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah, care I of the dad. To, Don't worry. Look at it a little while and yeah. <laughs> drive it every once in a while. So it's great. But that, uh, when I was real young, I'll never forget coming home from a baseball game one night because I would beg him to, to take the car. He had the top down. He said, just do me a favor and look up at the stars. Ah. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was something that him and his dad did. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where the wives wonder why you keep those cars. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's many, many reasons, but, uh, there's a few that, you know, you'll never forget. And that really locked it in for me that night was, nice. uh, you know, just in a car hearing the, that, that engine and, uh, and, and being able to be a part of that and, and find some, some things, you know, in the sky that are much bigger than we are. So, well, definitely, most definitely. Is that the first really special vehicle in your life? I know it's still your dad's car, right? But that 64 yeah, yeah. Stingray. Yeah, that's, that's his baby. Mine is, uh, in, in high school, we were, we, we found a, originally we were supposed to take this, this, this Mustang and, and sell it to get the one we wanted. So it was a 70 Mach 1. The 351, we got it. It had a 225, so we we switched it back over to a 351 Windsor as as it should have been, <laughs> and rebuilt that car, rotisserie did, did everything. We we originally were going to to get it done, flip it, and, and get a 69 because that's what we really wanted. But <laughs> when it was done, it was one of those things that was completely impossible to put up for sale. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It uh, it was a labor of love and took a long time to get it done and get it right and. Now it's uh, it's in my garage forever, and again, one of those things my wife uh, thinks is uh, <laughs> a yes. waste and a waste of space and a bag of money that she thinks she's going to get. I guess I don't know. Well, <laughs> hey, I've had lots of those in my garage, Andrew. So you know, I've been married thirty six years. I'll give you a couple tips on how to keep that that relationship <laughs> all working right, with all those toys in the garage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandfather taught me that trick. So uh, we'll go offline, and I'll give you some lessons there. Make sure <laughs> everything stays on course. Well, here's a bit of an introspective question for you, Andrew. If you up tomorrow and you are a vehicle actually manifest not what you want to be but your attributes as a vehicle what would you be and why you know i uh i would hope i don't i don't know for sure but i would hope uh i'd be something along the lines of a, a nice uh shelby raptor or a a good uh you know track hawk cherokee or something <laughs> something big but quick um okay. and versatile and, and lots of utility i think yeah. that's hopefully what i would uh, <laughs> what I would, I would manage. Well, you know, you mentioned the Raptor. My next door neighbor has one and he's was just coming back yesterday from his ranch and he called and said, hey, I'm driving up the street. You got to come over in the driveway here. And I come over and it is covered. I mean, it is caked with like inches of mud. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a car care nutcase. He uses his vehicles and he uses <laughs> his Raptor as they should be. Off-road, high-speed, crazy. And Add the Shelby factor to that, which I'll have to tell him that'll be the maybe his next thing, a supercharger <laughs> or something. But those things are pretty darn cool. And mm -hmm. I even took some pictures of his truck because I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen one of these this muddy. I said, bravo to you. <laughs> uh, of course, then later he said, oh, all that mud on my truck is now in front of your driveway. Sorry. Uh, as it washed <laughs> down the street. So uh, I got to go out and clean up the street a little bit. But I like that. The good answer. Nice answer there, Andrew. Well, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions. Have you given us some quick blips of that Shelby Raptor throttle? Oh, that sounds good. Here we go. <laughs> Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? Very simply uh, igniting, as I like to call it when I hear no. <laughs> I love it. Now, if uh, I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal, anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be and why? 
So would this be in business or uh, be anything, anybody in anything? I like to keep it in the automotive realm, but if you want to step outside of that, I'm okay with that. So I'd, I'd have to go with Henry Ford. Yeah. He's the most mentioned person. Carol Shelby's number two. You mentioned the Shelby Raptor, <laughs> uh, but Ford. So let me ask you, when it comes to Henry Ford, why would you sit down and, and want to have a meal with him? I, I can kind of guess, but everybody has their own reason. Yeah, you know, I think it, I like creativity and and entrepreneurship. And, you know, that's, I always look at that as that's only the first step. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you really have to get past that for something to work. You can have all the ideas in the world, but when, when it really comes down to, and when rubber meets the pavement, it's, uh, it's so much more than that. And so to be able to understand the mistakes really Mm. at the end of the day, for me, to be able to understand the mistakes of, you know, uh, something that maybe took him two years that could at the end of the day potentially save me two years is is yeah. just crucial incredible <laughs> yeah. information well he was certainly cutting edge you think about it i mean he started he built a factory and there wasn't even electricity so had to go build electricity facility to provide power to his plan i mean think about that just <laughs> incredible stuff now when it comes to automotive advice or car care advice what's the best someone else has ever offered you so i think uh the best actual quote worthy stuff would actually be from, you know, Henry Ford with, you know, vision without execution is just hallucination, which Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different variations of that over, Mm -hmm. over time. But in terms of an actual technical best automotive advice, how to use a wench. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Now, how about resources? There's so many for us these days. Is there one you'd like to share? Yeah, you know, I think uh, in the detailing world, just because that's uh, where, where I'm in a lot of right now, of course, I mean, we've still got, you know, paint and body and all those those great industries as well. But I think in the detail world, because that's really what we're catering to at the moment, uh, Detailers Business Journey, a Facebook group um, ran, ran by Mark Barger, he's got a few of them, is, is an incredible resource for detailers trying to find their way and trying to move forward. And uh, also the uh, service, the app service, you're able is uh, usually my two first things for guys to go look at if if they're looking for more. Okay, cool. I'll make sure I put those on Andrew's show notes page so you can find links to those. Is there a book that you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, The Speed of Trust uh, by Covey and then also Power Positive Thinking. I think those two are, are crucial because at the end of the day, you have to be positive in business. If, if everything's negative, yeah. then nothing can be good uh, and nothing will work. So it, there has to be positive thinking. You have to instill that in your in your team. And then, of course, trust is, is just about everything. Yep, So absolutely. I'll make sure I put both of those onto Andrew's show notes page. You can find it on the Cars yeah website. Just go and type in Andrew Werkheiser, W-E-R-K-H-E-I-S-E-R. Are, and you'll find everything listed there, including these books. You know, there's a great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books. There's over 1,700 books listed there with quick, easy clicks to buy. And these two are added to the list today. All right, Andrew, we're up to the checkered flag. This last question, though, can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very <laughs> cool collector car today, my friend. Anything you want. Great. doesn't matter what it is or how much it costs. But as my listeners know, a couple rules of the game. You can't sell it. You got to keep it. It's got to tick all the boxes, meaning it needs to be a driver and a fun car as well. But it's the only one cool collector car that you can have. So in your case, this means you either get to keep your Mustang or am I going to park <laughs> something different in your garage today? You know, this is uh, this is definitely a tough one, and 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 I'm I'm gonna uh, you know you can you can call me a cheater, but I, I I'll give you two. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, and, then we'll narrow it and down. You don't have to buy me two. Oh, but then okay. we can narrow it down. Okay. But my two, without a doubt, without question, uh, a '69 Shelby Eleanor, always, and of recent times, of course, the Ford GT. 
I mean, ah. I just, uh, how, how can you not? So oh, out of those two, I guess, you know, everyday driving and knowing that my wife wouldn't want to smell like gasoline when we came back, I'd probably have to go with the Ford GT. Well, I've heard that that car, and I know several people that have them, that it's a wonderfully comfortable, easy cutter to drive for, in essence, what most look at as a supercar. And most of these supercars these yeah. days are not comfortable to drive. They're no. they're what you call one-hour cars. You take them out and you kind yeah. of go, well, that was a mistake. I guess that's going to be garage queen. Yeah. But I've heard this one is different. I've not had the pleasure. I've driven the first gen one, the 07, 08. Yeah. Those were wonderful to drive, albeit you got to be very careful in those things. No traction control and you get yeah. in trouble really fast. But this new car is something special. And we're just now starting to see those first deliveries come up for auction and selling for a lot of money a lot of money so i know that my friends oh, yeah. at fantasy junction just sold one a couple of weeks ago i think it was nearly a million bucks so yeah you're no cheap date my friend but that's okay that's okay I've, i take a lot of expensive people out or a lot of people out for expensive dates i should say people are, are valuable too of course a ford gt what color would you like that to be Oh, that, I see. That's a curveball there. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of blue, okay. um, but then, but but then again, I mean, it's you can pick any color you want for that car. So oh, that that would really be a that'd be a tough. I think I'd go with a heavy metallic, some sort of midnight blue, in essence, or uh, or honestly, maybe that would be the stripes, and then go with the uh, that uh, you know kind of chalk uh, gray finish. Oh yeah, that'd maybe be that, cool. Maybe that would be yeah. the go. Like kind of like the GT 500s they had come out. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, whatever you want, so. my friend. We'll just make sure it happens. <laughs> so uh, very cool. Well, I love it. Well, Andrew, you've taken me on a really fun ride today. I've really been happy getting to know you better. And I want to thank you for sharing your incredible journey. Before I let you, you go, though, would you pa- uh, maybe give us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Ford GT? <laughs> nice thought. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as I mentioned before, don't forget the small things and, and yeah. the important stuff. The stuff that's that's there when you're when you're at your lowest or, or you're hurt, you're you know, the most that's, it, those are the things that are still going to be there. So, so, you know, don't, don't leave them in the closet and, and don't forget about them. Great. What's the best way for people to learn more about Koch Kemi? Yeah. So that's just, uh, Koch, K-O-C-H dash Kemi, C-H-E-M-I-E.com. Okay, cool. I'll make sure I put a link to that. Check them out, you guys. If you love car care like I do, this is a brand relatively new to the market. They've got pretty much everything you want. I think it's worth giving them a try. Give them a shot. See what you think. I think you'll be very, very happy. And by the way, Andrew was nice enough to send me some samples of Koch Kimmy chemicals, which I got to play with on my beloved cars. And I'll tell you, this stuff is really cool. Very good, easy to use. I use some of their polishes and cleaners, uh, the quick cleaners, the quick detailer type products that they have. And I like this stuff. I think I'm going to be getting some more of this to play with in my garage. You can find everything on Andrew's show notes page again here at Cars Yeah, including links to Koch Kemi and all the wonderful resources he shared with us today. Andrew, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your life's journey with us today. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt and it's probably the only book on finance with a vmax on the front cover and a classic mini cooper on the back the book's available at amazon for just ten dollars and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future i gave copies to each of my children all securities are through money concepts capital corp christopher kimball financial services is not affiliated with money concepts capital corp get your copy the saga of ike and penny today Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.